Pleasure having you on for the first time, bro. How you doing? It's, uh, I'm great. It's great to be here. Thank you for uh, having me. Thanks for making the time to take the call. And, uh, you know, it was great seeing you the other night. You offered to get something going, put a little conversation together, and I was you know, happy to oblige. So uh, thanks for reaching out. Thanks for setting this up. Excellent, my man. Well, I did talk to you at one time. It was at your uh, Cage Titans debut back in uh, 2021 where uh, you fought uh, Christos Papadellis. Uh, That's a tough name, sorry. <laughs> but um, you came away with a third-round finish in there, man. Um, talking about that, man, uh, you know, the progression from that fight to this last fight where you just got a second-round uh, TKO finish, man, uh, you know, what's what's been the leaps and bounds in, in your training and your progression in this game? Um. I mean, I got to give all the credit in the world to, you know, my training partners and my coaches uh, at Broadway Jiu-Jitsu. Um, without them, there are no leaps and bounds. There are no progressions. So uh, I just tried to, you know, stay consistent over the last couple of years and um, become a little bit more comfortable in the cage. You know, only, you know, a couple of fights experience versus no fights experience is not too much of a difference, but it's enough to have a little bit of familiarity in there. Um yeah, I mean, the first fight was a great opponent. Last fight was a great opponent. Second fight was a great opponent. Um, just uh, happy to have been able to showcase, like you said, the leaps and bounds, the, the skills that I have developed in between each and every fight. So, uh, yeah, it was a great weekend last weekend. Uh, um, without, you know, without the guys, the coaches, the teammates who helped me prepare, um, might not be able to say the same thing. So, you know. <laughs> Well, as far as, uh, you know, getting to this fight from last week, uh, let's backtrack a little, my man. Um, you know, I didn't okay. get a chance to ask you about your, you know, how you uh, got into martial arts and all that stuff that led up to last Saturday, man. Uh, you know, when I have new new uh, fighters on the show, I like to give a little background to uh, people listening and, and uh, you know, how you got there, man. So, you know, how'd you, uh, how'd you become a mixed martial artist and an MMA fighter? Yeah, I mean, I never thought I would... Yeah, you know, step foot in the cage. So to be here now, uh, three fights in, three wins is uh, pretty surreal. But um, got into boxing back in high school. Um, was you know 14 at the time, freshman in high school. I realized, you know, I was never a big guy. I'm like, ah, I piss some of these guys off. You know, I gotta learn how to do something. I gotta learn how to fight or something. And I was right before hockey season, so I remember there's like a couple like the older seniors on the team. Like they really looked like they're grown men compared to like me as a freshman. <laughs> And they're kind of like, we're doing like captain's practices and stuff. And they're like, you know, all in good spirits, you know, there's always like a little bit, you mess with the younger guys. And I'm like, man, I, I really need to learn how to fight. And then luck had it that um, the Cambridge Police Department uh, was advertising and running a youth boxing program uh, down to the Y in Cambridge, completely free for anybody in the, in the school system in town. So uh, I heard that on the announcement at the end of school one day, I was like, that's, Right up my alley. That's perfect. Uh, it's free. It's right nearby. Um, and so I took him up on that. You know, had my parents sign a waiver because I was too young to, yeah. you know, go on there myself. And uh, started out there. Kept up with that in between uh, seasons, you know, throughout high school. And then in college is where I really realized I had to learn um, more aspects. So I was fortunate. Uh, there's a ton of great clubs where I went to school at UMass Amherst. So got into the wrestling club, the jiu-jitsu club. Uh, did a little bit of karate, yellow belt, Shotokan karate. So 
that's on the resume. And then um, there was another school out there, New England Submission Fighting. So I ended up joining there and uh, trying to really round out um, as, a, as a mixed martial artist, develop all my skills. And then upon graduation, I uh, moved back to Boston to work and ended up at Broadway Jiu-Jitsu. And I've been there every day I can since. So uh, how, many, how, today. how many years have you been uh, at Broadway since you walked in that door? Um, it's been a little over four now, so I guess it would be four and a half. Of course, we lost a few months in there with COVID, yeah. but yeah, I graduated college 2019. So, uh, you know, if my math is correct, about a year into Broadway, uh, you got your first amateur fight, maybe a year, year and a half, uh, training yeah, with them. Year, year and a half. So my man, um, you know, did you have, you know, you started off in boxing and then you progressed mm -hmm. into, uh, wrestling and jujitsu. Did you do any amateur boxing, any of that going on? No, I really just picked it up as, um, you know, exercise. And I guess the theory was self-defense. I never wanted to have to fight. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, just I was doing it mostly in between seasons in high school, between seasons of hockey and lacrosse. And uh, no real uh, amateur fights or um, not even really too much sparring back in high school, anything like that. It wasn't until college when I started to take it much, much more seriously. So I would imagine when you went to Broadway, uh, they had everything you need. I know, I, I'm sure you still go to a boxing gym and get uh, work outside there, but that is your main gym at this point, right? Mm -hmm. All yeah, right. I do pretty much everything at Broadway Jiu-Jitsu. Um, and I've dropped up a couple of times to Kyle Bachniak's new gym. Uh, he just opened up North Andover Jiu-Jitsu. You saw a couple of his guys fight this weekend, too. They looked great, uh, the Nichols brothers. So, uh, yeah, go up there every once in a while just to uh, support Kyle and see some of his guys. But yeah, it's, it's all Broadway Jiu-Jitsu. Excellent, my man. Well, uh, that's a pretty good uh, progression right there. Boxing, uh, jumping into wrestling, and then some Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, now, looking at your fights, man, um, you know, the first fight with uh, Christos, man, a Jiu-Jitsu, a leg lock guy there, a guy that really likes to dive in there and attack those legs, man. Uh, that Jiu-Jitsu and wrestling came into play in that, uh, in that fight. Um, Man, what was that like? You know what I mean? Your, your background was mostly boxing, jumping in there. Yeah. Uh, what was that like? What was the, the thought going in there against someone that's going to be diving from them legs and everything? Yeah, I mean, I knew he had the upper hand in uh, technical grappling, so I tried to make it as, uh, you know, the least technique as possible. I tried <laughs> to make it a dogfight. Um, and, I, I mean, I even two years ago, I was very confident in my grappling, knowing how good uh, the instruction is at Broadway, knowing how good the people I train with are. Um, but, you know, Chris was an incredibly high level, and you've only seen uh, him go to even higher levels in the last couple of years. So I pretty much prepared as best I could to defend um, the situations I knew I was going to end up in and uh, had to tough out a couple of them. But, um, yeah, that was a... You know, I was outgunned in terms of technique in that fight. And so the great thing over the last two years has been increasing my technical proficiency in jiu-jitsu. And, and uh, in a lot of the leg lock positions where I actually ended up in Saturday night, I was just much more comfortable. We had drilled, um, you know, staying safe in those positions uh, with my head coach, John Clark, uh, Sean Fisher, another black belt, and uh, my great friend, Chris uh, who just got his black belt at Broadway. So all of, all of these guys have been helping me prepare and then, you know, get comfortable in those positions, just knowing that um, I might end up in them again. And sure enough, Saturday night, end up in multiple, uh, you know, single leg X positions, outside Ashi positions, even 50-50. I just was comfortable enough, um, even against, you know, a pretty fresh opponent. This is the first round. 
comfortable enough to, you know, defend um, the, where their feet were, were on my hips, where their grips were on my uh, my leg. Obviously, no heel hooks were allowed, but I still had to, you know, think about the threat of the straight ankle lock, the toe hold. Um, I got Aoki locks in the first fight. I didn't even know what that was back then. <laughs> now I know what it is. Uh, so, you know, you know, definitely made a lot of technical technical jumps over the last few years, which helped me uh, Saturday night. Stay right there and just... Uh, after a couple punches. Yeah, a couple of punches. Let me get back to yeah. that first fight because then we'll get into this couple, couple of punches okay. on Saturday. Because okay. the first fight, I mean, uh, you, you talked about, man, you weren't as technical as, you know, as uh, Christos, but you were putting damage on him. You were draining his tank and uh, you were making him work and you were putting damage in him on him during transitions and while he was trying to, you know, take them legs on you. Saturday night, last Saturday night, seems like the same thing was going on. You were laying down some some damage uh, while you know he was going for those uh, those moves, man. Um, and the being technical was definitely a part of it, man. Your ground and pound was incredible and relentless, man. I think uh, one of my uh, media partners put up a little uh, a clip of it, and I think he says. Uh, Something like Danny Jefferson just threw six thousand five hundred yeah. something punches in this round, man. What was going through there, man? Uh, I mean, it was relentless, and you were you were just trying to you know send him through the the, the, the you know the the floor there. Yeah, I definitely. Um, there's a little bit of you know like smelling blood, kind of thinking, all right, I can get him out of here. There's also, I mean, you know, when the ref's saying, "Hey, do something," I'm going to stop the fight. To me, that's like. All right, I'm that close to getting the fight stopped. Just uh, land a couple more good ones. Um, yeah, I, fortunately, I had you know prepared very well uh, conditioning-wise for this, so um, I felt like I could have done that all night, and I kind of, you know, I did it all night as long as the night lasted. Um, yeah, I, I thought you know the ref was going to stop at any second, but at the same time, it's like okay, I guess if he's not going to stop it, I'll just land a couple more, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll rock that rack that shot count up. Um, hopefully nobody uh, in the cage science team has to count strikes because, um, yeah, I think I saw uh, Mike afterwards. He's like, you're just spamming punches. <laughs> yeah, it was like playing a video game, buttons, button smashing. I think, uh, I think Spectation Sports, I don't know if they do it for the uh, prelims, but the, the, mm -hmm. main, the main card, I think they do do the statistics on how many kicks, uh, you know, all that stuff. So, it, uh, you know, you might want to go look at their uh, their website because it was it was pretty impressive, my man. Um, you know, going into that second round, I mean, you almost had him finished in the first. What was the mm -hmm. thought process there? What was being said to you uh, while you were sitting there with your corner? Um, they gave me, like, you know, some small pieces of technical advice. Uh, I had done a good job defending the takedown, but it was quite clear that the takedown was a huge part of my opponent's game plan. Um, so mostly just looking out for, you know, when he shoots, this is, you know, X, Y, Z, what, uh, what we're looking to do. Um, and there was, there was a bit of the, you know, kind of like, all right, you go out, you go out now and you break this guy. And, uh, or maybe he had already been broken. That was kind of like, you know, in the corner, you know, you, you keep putting it on him. And uh, I just went out there, tried to do what I was told. Uh, keep up the pressure and uh, keep up doing what uh, I had had success with in the first round. Well, I think uh, 55 seconds into that second round, uh, that's when uh, the fight was called, man. What was the feeling? I mean, uh, first of all, let's compare it. Uh, the feeling in that first fight when you got that finish uh, compared to the second uh, the second finish in your third fight. What was the any difference there uh, of the excitement level? 
Uh, I think the first one, uh, the excitement level of the first one can't be matched. Um, just because I was going into that, you know, as my debut, it's there is nothing to back up what I say, my skill set. It's just, hey, you, you think you're any good? Go out there and prove it. And so, you know, the first one, it was that realization of, you know, all the training I'd ever done in my life. You know, you went out there, proved proved you can do it. You proved you can win. Proved you can stop or resist an opponent. Um, so to get that for the first time, I don't think you can match that excitement. Um, this time it was definitely exciting, but uh, it was it was exciting for different reasons. We don't need to get into it, but. <laughs> A little more business as uh, a little more business like this time, this time. This time was definitely, definitely just business. Yeah. All right, my man. Well, let's talk a little bit about about more business, man. Looking at your, uh, you know, record three and zero. You're fighting once a year here. You fought once in 2021 for your debut, 2022, mm-hmm. and uh, 2023. Once a year. What's um What's going on there? You've got a lot going on outside the cage and training. Um, and are you going to try to get into the cage more? Are you happy getting them, uh, you know, one, one a year things in their beat downs? <laughs> They're not all beat down. Um, uh, no, the, that's just kind of how the time has worked out the last couple of years. I mean, I don't have, I'm not gonna say I have a lot going on outside the cage. Everybody's got a lot going on, but I, I do have a job, which is important to me. And, um, I definitely had to take a lot of time between the first two fights because I had some job, re- job related training, um, throughout the spring of 2022. Um, this last year, I maybe, you know, should have made the March card work. Uh, a bunch of my buddies fought in March, but it just it just was going to be tight with my schedule. So um, a bunch of my training partners fought, you know, six about six months in between their fights. Uh, I should have tried to make that one work, but it just didn't happen. So, yeah, right now it's been, yeah, it's been 11 months since I fought last year. I... I mean, I'm only, whatever it is, five, six days out from this last fight, so I have not looked too far into the future. Uh, I'm just taking it one day at a time, but uh, I, I don't, I'm not, look, I'm not taking the year in between because that's what I want to do. Um, it's definitely been good to develop skills in between the fights. You know, I think like you talked about uh, a little bit earlier, there, there's definitely been progression uh, in my abilities, so that's the main goal is just to keep getting better, just to keep going, training, learning new things and, and sharpening up what I'm already uh, more adept at. So uh, right now I'm just really thinking about getting back to training, kind of rounding out some other areas of my game, which uh, maybe I'll get to use in the future. Maybe I won't, but I just trying to fall back in love with the training process. So I don't think, I don't think too much about uh, where things are going to be. Like, I'm not thinking a year from now. I'm not thinking, oh, yeah, I'll just fight next fall. Uh, but I'm also not thinking – I'm not, also not one of the guys who's going to come on here and talk about how busy I'm going to be and, and uh, you know, my big plans for this, that, and the other. Just kind of like to go day by day, uh, work hard, and then see where see where I end up. Well, let me tell you, my friend <laughs> – you tell me whatever you need. You're, you're 3-0. You got two yeah. finishes, a great finish uh, from a great competitor out of a great gym. Um, last card for Cage Titans. You fought for Cage yeah. Titans three times. They are, I would say, the biggest promotion in New England and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, down the East Coast somewhere, some far. Um, yeah. They're going to be looking for you, bro. You're 3-0 and uh, as an f- amateur featherweight. Um, you're on the rankings. People, yeah. people are going to be looking for you. Your name's going to be mentioned. 
Um, does that entice you to get in there a little sooner than uh, than later? Uh, I definitely will kind of roll with what you just said. Like, Case Titans puts on a phenomenal show, probably the biggest show in New England. And um, I got to I gotta say thank you to them for even giving me the opportunity, these three opportunities, uh, to fight tough opponents, to test myself, to, you know, bring fans, let people watch the spectacle of a couple crazy guys in their short shorts fighting. <laughs> um, so thank you to, like, you know, everybody at Cage Titans. Uh, Mike, I'm, you know, third fight, I'm just really starting to be able to realize how much work has to be put into these events the first one even the second one i there's so much going on i can't process all of it but now i kind of see like man mike's doing a ton behind the scenes to get all this happening um andy nick and social media everybody else uh they do a hell of a job so thank you cage titans the whole team uh everybody else whose names i don't know but uh yeah I'm, i imagine they'd want me you know uh back there in the near future, but uh, I just do what I'm told when it comes to uh, what my coach wants. So we'll see. Uh, I'll let him handle all that. It, it sounds he good, man. It sounds it <laughs> sounds great. Me, tells me what like where to go, when to jump, how high, and I just try to do it. Sounds good to me, man. Sounds like you're in great hands there, bro. Um, and it looks like you're kind of uh, calling the shots and uh, how you want to, uh, you know you know, go in the future here. But like I said, yeah. Cage Titans and some people are going to be mentioning your name, man, because you're an exciting fighter. And uh, man, you're a, you're a great kid, man. So uh, no one's going to be coming in here as uh, with any, any anything other than uh, wanting to challenge you. And uh, man, Appreciate other than that, that man, uh, you know, last couple of things. You said you had some buddies that were on the on the card with you. How'd they make out? Um, and, you know, how does that feel? to go into battle with, um, you know, other fighters that you, you're, you're preparing for to go to war, you know? Uh, it felt great. I mean, uh, I know all these guys would probably love to talk to you as well, and I can only speak for myself, but you know, there's three guys from Broadway. We had all of our coaches there. There's the two Nichols brothers from North Ando or with Kyle Bokniak and a bunch of other coaches there helping them. I think uh, they had multiple guys up, like from Eddie Alvarez's gym and Rico DeShulio's there with them. Um, like I said, we had you know, five coaches from Broadway for us. Uh, we were right next to Phil Locino. We, I mean, there was like 15 of us in the back, just in the zone. Um, just like you said, getting geared up for war. So it was, it was hectic because there, I mean, there was so much energy back there, but at the same time, it, it does feel good to have uh, those guys beside you um, that you've been working towards a similar goal uh, with and along, uh, kind of having them along for the ride. And, uh, it's motivating and it's, um, you know, everybody works harder because of it. Excellent, man, man. Well, uh, pleasure, bro, getting to know you and talk to you. Uh, one thing I got to say, man, you got to, I mean, you're a 3-0 fighter. You're, and I mean, you're a prospect now. You need to get on social media. You need to start throwing your stuff out there. You know what I mean? Get a friend that and give, him, give him your login and let him just like throw shit up there, man. Because as far as me, this is what I do. I I watch yeah. I watch New England fighters, and if uh you know if you're not blasting yourself out there, uh, people aren't gonna you know they're not gonna pay attention. Throw it out there, kid. Yeah. Because you definitely well, that's why you I definitely have you. Go ahead. I have to say thank you to you for like asking me the other night and sending me a message because I I don't talk much and I don't post much, so like. Thanks to you, Steve. Thanks to everybody else who does media, Nick, and everyone who was backstage the other night. Because uh, without you guys doing what you do, I would just be, yeah, I'd just be on the sideline keeping quiet. So uh, 
Thank you for the opportunity, Steve. Oh, definitely, man. Thank you also, bro. You guys are what uh, keeps me uh, going here. You know what I mean? New guys, uh, new ladies, and and the prospects. Uh, and I'm all about getting you guys to the next level and, uh, and, and, and helping you along, man. So I, you know, I, I want to see more out of your kid, but you know, you, know. you do it your way, man. And, uh, we'll be uh, waiting for whatever it comes, man, because, uh, you're definitely, uh, you're definitely a force in that cage, man. I'm glad to see it. I appreciate that. Very kind. Uh, anything else you want to say before I let you go? Um, training partners, social media, get that social media out there. Uh, and, uh, you know, thank you to the family, anything like that. And I'll let you go, my man, and, uh, enjoy, uh, this, uh, weekend wedding you're going to. Yeah, uh, just all the usual. I already, I already spewed about uh, Broadway in my post fight. I spewed about them today. So um, my coaches, training partners, you know, they're all, um, you know, without them, there's there's no me. So thanks to all those guys. Uh, yeah, my family, they, they they've heard it all this last week too that uh, they put up with me. So thank you to them. And uh, yeah, like I said, thank you, Cage Titans, uh, Mike Colbert. Andy, Nick, everyone else. Thank you, Steve, and everyone who's been doing the media uh, for all these events. It's um, like I said, I'm just starting to realize how much work it is. I kind of should open my eyes a bit more. <laughs> nah, you're good, man. You you stick to the okay. fight. You stick to the fighting. Okay. We'll do we'll do everything else around you. But uh, with that said, Danny, uh, de definitely talk to your training partners. They want to get a word with me. Um, you know, just tell them to hit me up on how I hit you up. Uh, you know, tell them I'll, I'll get right to them. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate All right. that. All right, my man. You have a great day, man. Have a great weekend, and uh, we'll you definitely too, we'll definitely chat as soon as uh, your name is starting to be mentioned, man. And and you have something uh, something to train for. You got it. All right, bro. You, you have a, you, you have a good day.